This is the Idea Time Show, Idea Time Show with Dr. Joe North, helping facilitators expand their creativity, confidence and impact through the power of innovation in action. Gain confidence as a facilitator, confidence with the technology and confidence with your content and event design. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies and interviews that will accelerate your personal and business success. And now, here's your host, Dr. Jo North. Hello, how are you? I'm so pleased that we're going to be delving into a subject that's very dear to my heart, which is open innovation. And it's something I've been really involved with and hands-on with. And it's really, really important. It just really opens up opportunity um, for all. So that's big organizations, small ones, old ones, new ones, wherever you are in the world, whatever sector you're in, whether you are private, public, not-for-profit, there is open innovation opportunity for you. And as I'll go on to show you, open innovation is really relevant. It's really growing and it, it matters more and more because of the challenges that businesses and organizations are facing uh, right now and into the future. So what is open innovation? Well, it's essentially where you have a permeable boundary in two directions around your organization. So what does that mean? It means that it's not just you putting ideas out into the world that you've developed internally, but you actually have got ideas coming into your organization from wherever that might be. It might be from customers, suppliers, just random stakeholders, people out there who've got some really good ideas. So my definition of open innovation is that it's an approach taken by a business or organization to access the ideas, technology and knowledge that's available externally. And it's going beyond employees and the current supply chain and out into the wider world and, and actually inviting that innovation into the business. Now, the term open innovation is 20 years old. This book by Henry Chesborough that I'm about to talk to you about, Open Innovation, The New Imperative for Creating and Profiting from Technology, came out in 2003. And you might be saying, why are we here talking about thinking about a concept, an idea that's 20 years old? Well, it's because, yes, it's, it's 20 years old, if not older, this book came out then and Henry Chesborough is really you know, the main person when it comes to coining this phrase, open innovation. But it's growing. It's becoming more and more important because the challenges that we need to deal with as organizations and the opportunities that are out there are becoming a lot more complex. We're also, be, I think, maturing a lot more. So we are becoming more collaborative in nature and less old school. So open innovation 20 years old and as relevant today in 2023, actually more so than it was when this first came out in 2003. And open innovation is all about business model. So there are some closed innovation principles, some old fashioned traditional ways of thinking that um, have been and are being more and more replaced by these open innovation principles that I'm really, really pleased about that. So a closed innovation principle is that the smart people in the field work for us. So we've got all the smart people here in our organization. But in open innovation, we know that there's a lot more knowledge, creativity and wisdom expertise from lots of bright individuals 
outside the company or the organization. So we're open, you know, and, and strong enough, mature enough to want to tap into that. The old way of doing things, the closed innovation principle, is that to profit from R&D, we've, we've got to be the ones who discover it and find it out for ourselves, develop it and ship it. But with open innovation, we realise that external R&D, research and development, can create significant value and we need some internal R&D to claim and, and shape that value, but actually we don't have to invent everything here. The old way of thinking is if we discover it ourselves, we'll get it to the market first. Whereas a more contemporary, sustainable way of thinking is we don't have to originate the research to profit from it. And actually building a better business model is better than getting to the market first. Again, if we create the most and best ideas in the industry, we'll win. Whereas modern thinking is around if we make the best use of internal and external ideas will win. And then the final differentiator between traditional uh, closed innovation principles and open ones is around intellectual property or IP. So the old way of thinking is we should control our intellectual property so that our competitors don't profit from our ideas. And the open innovation way is we should profit from others' use of our IP and we should buy others' IP whenever it advances our business model. So you can see I've, I've used the old and traditional there. And, you know, really, I should have said closed, but those closed innovation principles are becoming, fortunately, less and less as I'm seeing more and more open innovation principles. And as we go through, I'll give you some examples of all of this in practice, but it's important to set the scene. Let's just have a, a final look at the original model of open innovation. As I've said, it was Henry Chesborough who coined the phrase open innovation and, and wrote the book and came up with the concepts. And with closed innovation, the firms, the organisations boundaries are closed and all the ideas come from within and that it's not really admitting uh, ideas from outside. Whereas with open innovation, those boundaries are really fuzzy and there are ideas passing inside and outside the organisation all the way through to create this more of an open innovation business model. Now, 20 years on, we're here in 2023. That book was from 2003. And what this is showing, it's from openinnovation.eu is that open innovation is continuing to grow. It's becoming more and more relevant, and there's evidence of this. So open innovation strategy and spillover where you've got similar organizations or in a similar location, really just you know, naturally, organically learning from each other. And with things like COVID-19, with the sustainability challenges we've got, open innovation is growing and growing and growing. It's expanding into all sorts of domains and fields as well. So open innovation and industry 5.0 with data, digital, technology, AI, all of that. And with HR, people, culture, with those sorts of topics as well. So this open innovation phenomenon is, is growing and growing from strength to strength and becoming far more important and that's because there are so many benefits for it. It involves companies of all sizes and all stages. So if you are a pre-startup or a startup, open innovation is for you. If you are one of the largest organizations in the world, open innovation is for you. 
if you are a government organization or a private organization aimed at making profit or a charity, you can get engaged in open innovation. And that's because you can run your own program and open your doors as a larger organization or as a smaller organization, you can find relevant open innovation opportunities. And I'll talk to you about that in a moment, but how you can access those to help you grow your business and solve your customers' problems alongside with them in a collaborative way. So it's for companies of all stages and sizes. It's for universities and research organizations. So there's always that brilliant dynamic of finding research problems for the real world and then universities working their magic with great research and development to solve those problems and translate them into the real world and backwards and forwards with spin-outs and so much more. So it's great for them, as I've said, for government organizations, not for profits. And it's great for end users, consumers and society because when this open innovation dynamic happens, you know, people are working together to collaborate and share ideas and solve problems together. It means that the people who are at the receiving end are going to get such better solutions as a result of it. So it's value all the way around. And this is great study by Cap Gemini, which is within the last year or so, which demonstrates what some of the benefits of open innovation are. And Cap Gemini surveyed around 1,000 leaders in different organizations and found that more than 8 out of 10 of those organizations see open innovation as being critical for addressing their sustainability challenges. Sustainability is, is huge. You know, which fuels should we use? How should we use them? What about converting, retrofitting, biodiversity, netgate, all of these topics we're sort of grappling with together. And by working with others, we can get there faster, we can share expertise and knowledge. And lots of, of benefits for organizations from open innovation. The same study showing that around 64% of organizations engaged in open innovation have seen increased operational efficiency, 55% getting faster innovation, 62% increased employee agility and adaptability. Around half are finding that they're able to adopt technology use cases better and around 63% saying they're seeing improved environmental sustainability indicators as a result of that. So open innovation, around about 83% organizations are using them to achieve sustainability goals, 75% complex business issues, and 71% are saying they are going to increase their investment in open innovation in the next two years. So look, if you're not involved in open innovation, now's the time to look around and see those opportunities and look for how you can get engaged in those opportunities. And I'm going to give you a few examples. Open innovation at NASA. NASA runs some amazing open innovation programs for all sorts of things, whether it was helping with the response to COVID-19, using the crowd to problem solve, as they call it, in the pandemic, pandemic, returning to the moon, reaching new frontiers in science, and they are using citizen scientists as part of their NASA team. And they've published about that as well. Some great resources if you're interested in this and getting some ideas on open innovation. So, you know, this open innovation, yes, it's about other businesses and other organizations. It goes through to citizens, to individuals as well. You can crowdsource some of your innovation thinking. 
And one that I've been involved with as well, to an extent, is Sellafield Game Changers. And this is an amazing open innovation program. So Sellafield is a nuclear power station in the United Kingdom, and it is going through a decommissioning process. And that decommissioning process throws up some new challenges that needs to be overcome with new solutions. And what the Sellafield Game Changers program does is it publishes challenges and says, this is the challenge, these are the constraints, this is what we're trying to achieve here, this is the sort of environment that we're working in and things to bear in mind. And it publishes those challenges and openly invites anyone with with any ideas or proposals on how those challenges might be solved differently to get in touch. And there's also the possibility of getting some funding as well to try that idea and put it into practice. There are events, there is networking, they run all sorts of amazing things. It really is a very great program to get involved with if that's something of interest to you. And you know, sometimes it's not about responding to a challenge. Sometimes it's also about the networking and the learning and the other things that you get from open innovation, you know, the, the contacts, the ideas that you can get as well. So check that one out. I've got some more coming up for you. And one that I am super involved with and love and I'm very proud of is the Port of Tyne-based 2050 Maritime Innovation Hub. And that's a partnership of a number of organisations coming together, working on decarbonising the maritime sector, working on collaboration, sharing ideas, looking at using non-commercial, non-sensitive data to develop new solutions for all sorts of things in maritime, even looking at skills, diversity and other topics as well. So 2050 Maritime Innovation Hub has all sorts of free events. And please don't be thinking that, oh, I'm not in the nuclear sector or my business isn't in maritime. You know, have a look, just investigate, go outside of your sector and see what other opportunities are there for you, because there might be opportunities for you to translate what you're doing in some areas into a new sector that needs those solutions. So do look beyond where you will normally operate, because With a few tweaks here and there and a bit of transfer stuff, you might be able to get your products and services out into a brand new domain and open up a whole new world of opportunity. So Maritime Innovation Hub, 2050 Maritime Innovation Hub at the Port of Tyne with partners, Department for Transport, Nissan, Drax, Offshore Renewable Energy Catapult, Connected Places Catapult, Ubisoft, Accenture, Fraser Nash, BT and others. So do have a look at that and see what's going on there. And this is one that I don't know personally, but looks really fabulous open innovation program, which is AstraZeneca's CoSolve. And this is about pharmaceutical industry. And they've got challenges, sprints, there's a CoSolve program for sustainability. And essentially, they are opening their ideas at AstraZeneca with this CoSolve program to anyone with innovative ideas, technologies and entrepreneurial solutions to help some of the issues that their R&D team are facing. And they want to transform healthcare and make a real difference to patients by doing this open innovation as well. So there's another example for you. And then for OVL, I've got a brilliant open innovation model. They're big on infrastructure 
And again, they're looking at collaboration with external partners. You know, I could keep going and going and going with examples for you of all sorts of sectors for open innovation. So there's bound to be something in the domains that you're working in. Just go and have a look. And maybe you've been exposed to them, but you don't realize them or you're not thinking of them as open innovation. And perhaps understanding them as that will help you see more of the opportunity that you can get beyond the typical sort of networking and learning, actually going forward with some projects together. And final example for now is the food industry executive reporting that big companies are betting on open innovation to lead the transformation of the agri-food industry. And this is a report from Eatable Adventures, which is one of the leading global food technology accelerators with corporate programs, you know, all sorts of things that they're, they're doing. They have a whole entrepreneurial ecosystem around this area. These things might not be labelled as open innovation. It might be an innovation hub or an innovation centre. It could be an accelerator program. It could be issued as challenges. You know, They might not use the term open innovation, but if you look for the principles of open innovation under the name, you'll see these in operation. A catalyst is another one. So yeah, lots of different terms to look out for there. And crowdsourcing. I mentioned crowdsourcing earlier. And I like the example of IKEA. I often use IKEA, actually. IKEA do some really interesting things and take some really novel approaches. But they often will crowdsource and use what they call participative marketing to design stores in certain locations. So an example I've got for you is from about 2019, actually, and they've done it since is an IKEA Madeleine, which was designed by and for Parisians. As a result of that, because it was co-designed in this open innovation approach, they had a record number of visitors. 29,000 people visited that store on its opening day. So they crowdsourced it. They had a co-creation platform online and they wanted people to design the new store as an extension of their apartment. So you can get creative with it as well. And if you're thinking, well, my industry is not doing a lot, start something in your industry. Yeah, you can start however big or small you are. And you can also turn towards customers and have some creative ways about engaging your customers with the things that you're doing and the things that you are innovating. So it's all very exciting. There are some challenges around open innovation. It's not all smooth sailing. You need to build a thriving innovation ecosystem. And a thriving innovation ecosystem means having companies, organizations, people of all kinds in there, big ones, small ones, advisory ones, doing ones, you know, supply chain, all of those organizations in there and them collaborating and connecting really well in the right way. And often that's in an, in an organic way, but it just needs to be cultivated and nurtured. And you need to really understand how open innovation can help your business and what is your innovation strategy? Where does this fit in? As well as being open to some new ideas that open innovation can take you in some new directions, you know, and have a bit of serendipity about some of the opportunities that might come up as well. And of course, collaboration skills and knowing how to collaborate and being able to collaborate really, really well helps with open innovation. And sometimes it's those collaboration skills where open innovation can fall down. You know, do think about those. And I've got these free resources for you as well. So on the Big Bang Partnership .co.uk blog, 
You'll find detailed articles on how to build a thriving innovation ecosystem, how open innovation can help your business and how you can engage in collaborative innovation. And I've also got videos on the Big Bang Partnership YouTube channel on collaborative innovation for your business and how to build an innovation strategy for your business. So you need all of that if you are going to actively engage and productively engaged in open innovation activities yourself. So if you want to get started on open innovation, as I've said, firstly, be clear on your purpose and priorities. Why are you doing this? What do you want to achieve? And be open to serendipity. So new opportunities, new ideas, things that you could never have thought of before you got involved in open innovation may come your way. And it's really good to be on the lookout for those because sometimes they can take you on you know, a really brilliant journey that you just wouldn't have expected. Look for events accelerators, challenges, clusters, calls, you know, open innovation, as I've said, doesn't always badge itself as open innovation. It often comes under the guise of another name. So do look out for those and see how you can get involved. And we've talked about some events already, Connected Places Catapult and others have live events here in the UK. Lots of opportunities to connect there. Northumbrian Water has an annual innovation festival and anyone can come. Thousands of people join that innovation festival every year online and in person to talk about the challenges of water and wastewater going forward using innovation sprints. Maritime Innovation Week from the 2050 Maritime Innovation Hub. That's an event uh, in 2023. It's happening from the 7th to the 9th of November all free. So look out for that. Google that online. And the Innovation Super Network as well is another one that has some. And I could honestly, I could fill slides and slides with logos of all the different amazing open innovation events that are going on and the brilliant resources expertise that these things bring. So if you're not involved, look out for something near you, wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, whatever industry you're in, however big you are, and look for those opportunities. Cultivate and leverage your network before you need it, right? So even if you're not quite sure what you're going to get out of this or why you do it, ideally, you know, you would have an innovation strategy, but don't worry if you don't, because it's really important to build your network and opportunities arise, and then the network is there ready for you to collaborate with. And think about co-opetition rather than competition. And co-opetition is really a way of saying that you, you know, from time to time where it's right, somewhere it's appropriate and legal and all of those things, it's good to collaborate with your competitors on things that aren't commercially sensitive or aren't difficult to collaborate on, things that will benefit the greater good, like safety, the environment, you know, people stuff, diversity, raising the image of a whole industry, all of those things you can collaborate with your competition on. Make sure you're clear on your own value proposition, what your organization's about, and you can communicate that. And if you are a small business and if you're a larger business and you've got challenges and you want people to come to you to help you solve those challenges through open innovation, make sure you're really clear in terms of what your challenges are and express them in a way that people can get their heads around them and come up with some new, different, useful, purposeful solutions. And finally, my tip is to approach all of this with a growth mindset. Yes, you'll do some stuff and not all roads will lead to uh, you know a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But there is always some learning, always some benefit to be had and some really fantastic, magical things come out of open innovation, right? But you've got to be in it 
to to be in with a chance of, of experiencing and getting some of those. And it really is all very valuable. By adopting a growth mindset and seeing it all as learning, progress, connection, and building steps for a greater future, you're going to get a lot out of it. So do have a think about it. I'm always here if you've got any questions or you'd like any help with it. And of course, there's lots of free innovation resources for you at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources. Thank you so much. And um, I'll be back very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time Show brought to you by Dr. Joe North. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and access more completely free resources at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources. We'll see you next time.